0: Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and the topic of our podcast uh, today is serial killer Carl Eugene Watts, better known as the Sunday Morning Slasher, because he committed most of his dastardly deeds on Sunday mornings, thus the name, Colonel.
2: Sunday Morning Slasher. Should have been at church. He should have been getting church in. He should have been getting church in. and that's what, one of the reasons that I, I'm telling you, you need to get yourself to church, girl. Yeah. Oh, me?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, I'm good. Thank you. So, we're going to talk about Mr. Watts and
0: all of his Dash really deeds, but before we do, let me introduce our esteemed panel. I'm um, happy to be joined today by the very lovely and talented uh, a woman who really needs no introduction, a woman who is um, known for all the good that she does in the world. Uh, she's sort of the Mother Teresa, Uh, No, we got the devil. We got you. Oh, I I forgot. Brittany's not here.
2: Brittany's not here today? Yeah. She's still in rehab. (laughs) She's still in
0: rehab. Instead, we have with us the very lovely and talented, uh, the Queen of Mean, the Mistress of the Macabre, the Empress
2: of Evil, Mm -hmm. and Satan's Dirty Little Secret. And whore. And whore. Wow! (laughs) Brandy. Uh, And and I was wondering. No, No, you haven't been introduced
1: yet. Yeah, you're not here yet. Shut your cake hole for just a minute. You haven't been introduced happy rex manning day everybody if you don't get that reference that's a shame you should really look it up but today is rex manning day i have celebrated all day long uh who is rex manning for our listeners who might not be as hip as you well they have to look it up everybody is as hip as me because i am not that hip well okay happy
0: peyton manning day no <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: uh, brandy no. how are, how are you I'm fine. I want to say, I really want to apologize for our listeners because um, we... The last podcast that we put out, we did not have the sound quality that we normally, the high quality of sound that we yeah, normally yeah. have, because uh, we were unable to do. We normally we podcast in your office, as you know, right? Uh, but we were unable to do so last time, and so we had to move to the Colonel's office, which is a piece of shit, and it was very loud. He he apparently his office is. Uh, it's, great. Quite, it's quite a noisy compound, uh, yeah, in there. It, it? really is, and um, it interfered with our podcast. We would have just rescheduled, however, we had your brother, yes. uh, young Casey, young mighty key. Wonderful Casey. Casey. Casey's a wonderful he, kid. He is, and we get lots of compliments on when, whenever he's on the show. So, Casey, thank you for joining us last time, and we promise next time you come that we will not have crappy sound when you come. But um, we did not want to... Reschedule because Casey was here, and he made it quite a trip to join us, and so we went ahead with the show. But we're just sorry for we apologize. The sound last time was not up to the standards that we'd like to. Uh, it's pretty low bar, but we have low bar I for know. our standards, true. But and you know, I we do, we Casey. do, we do try to do. Uh, you know, we true a little better quality uh, you sound. You like Casey? Than I,
2: I like. You know, what? I like Casey, and and I just wonder. I mean, clearly, clearly. You still haven't the been yet. In order to talk, oh, could you introduce me so I could talk? About <laughs> yeah, okay. Could we the t- s- you have the colonel? <laughs> yeah, come on. I would also like to introduce um, a
0: man who, uh, you know, I think that the the world is getting to know and love. Yeah. A man who has who has struggled with uh, um, <laughs> impotence. ...who has struggled with bloody stool, (laughs) but he's still standing. He perseveres. His his wiener's not standing, but he's still standing.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, You know, I will have my wiener standing, and I can get my wiener standing (laughs) in four seconds. No. No, you cannot. The very uh, charming,
0: the delightful, uh, the uh, baddest man, uh, the most dangerous man in podcasting today... Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as this other Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm doing wonderful, Timmy, except you decided to do a podcast at 3 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, we're trying to mix things up a little bit. Hopefully, we won't be, uh, we'll have a, we won't be as, uh, we won't get interrupted. And and then you tell us to be
2: engaging and charming before the... uh, So many demands. At what, at what point? You sometimes,
0: I'm just saying, sometimes you guys go through the, the motions and you don't really put a lot in. Into the show, and uh, remember, we're doing this for
1: our listeners. Yeah, because you're a ball of fire all the time.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, we're doing this for our listeners. They look forward to our podcast, and I don't want you guys to mail it in. I want you to be engaging, be funny, be charming. So just try,
2: try, try, try something different. Yeah, try you, something. Different. So, uh, do you want part of the signing bonus you gave <laughs> me back, Timmy? Is that what you want?
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, I just want you. Am I gonna? Am I in threat of a pay cut of some sort if I don't know. pick it, it, up it, it, my game? You are in danger of having to actually pay Timmy. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: What I'm just hell?
0: trying to give you some constructive feedback on how we can improve the podcast, and you can do it by being a little bit more charming, a bit more, you know, be be funny, be engaging. Is that too much to ask? These people are spending their valuable time. Whether, listening to you drone on and on at this point. <laughs> then, yeah. they are spend their valuable time listening to us. And at the very least, you can try to put a little
2: effort in. Don't mail it in. That's all. Sometimes you mail it in. That's what I'm saying. Well, first of all, our listeners don't know what mail it in is. Um <laughs> It, they think, is it like melatonin? It, yeah, it, melatonin. Melanoma. Is that one of those things that you take to sleep? Okay, that, and now you're melodosal? just being harsh. You're just being mean. What well, about that melanoma? Yeah, that, melanoma. Does not, that
1: does not reflect well. So
2: I'm going to try not to beat a melanoma. Okay, Brandy,
1: we have a sponsor. We do have a sponsor, an actual real-life sponsor. I know, right? So um, there is a, a young lady that I know that works for uh, a company, that They sell wonderful um, products, lotions and uh, body scrubs and all kinds of different it's natural. So Buffalo Bill would probably use some of their products. Yes, he product. would is love it. Is this, are these lotions such young nature? No. They could be, I guess, but they are not. Are they slippery? Depends <laughs> it depends on where you put it. Are they it slippery? Again, it it's depends on how much you use. <laughs> and where you use and, it. Yeah, and where you use it. Well, let's hear more about these lotions and
2: compounds. I, that this I will matter. tell
1: you... Um, the company's called Perfectly Posh, and it sells a line of all-natural, um, like I said, lotions and um, you know hair conditioner and all kinds of things like do that. Do they sell natural oatmeal soap? I don't, I really don't know anything do about your skin website? condition. The colonel, they do have a website. The, 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 colonel, look the, look the colonel does they not have. have a lot of hair for hair conditioning. No, he does not. But they do have a website that you can look at. What the f- like he has any place to, to talk about. Oh, I know. I'm fair. I'm fair. Anyway, it do, it, they do have a website for you to look at. It's www.poshmylife.com. Uh, you can get catalogs. You can book parties. You can do all kinds of things there. Um, they All their stuff is under $25, so it's not very expensive. And uh, just check it out. Like I said, I use I use her stuff all the time, and I really really like it. And do you use it for sexual purposes? I, I wouldn't tell you if I did, but no.
2: <laughs> mm. Well, I'm going to look into that because the colonel, you like to use the oatmeal soap. Well, as you know, the colonel has uh has sensitive skin. You and- have shingles. Uh, it's not shingles and it's not scabies or none. I just got some sensitive skin.
1: They do have things for sensitive skin. It's all natural, and, and I, can I it like up.
2: to use all natural products. Um, mm-hmm. So I am going to be looking Posh that my place up Posh my life. Posh my, my life, life. dot com. com. And, and what's, he- your,
1: what's your friend's name? My friend's name is Tracy.
0: Tracy, thank you. Tracy, we, we hope that um, you, get a, you get a lot of customers. And if
2: you want to learn more about the Colonel's existence, you can look up FuckMyLife.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty much at the top of the page there all the time, but <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> you poor baby, baby. <laughs> 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 you poor baby. So we le- le- when we last left things, Timmy. Yeah, well, let's let's do we some shout outs. We was talking about the the uh, devil's lesbianism. What? Wait, wait a minute, before we do that, let's give her shout outs and then we'll talk about her lesbian. Shout outs. I got a couple shout outs. Uh, okay, I haven't I have not given a shout out to Storm mm-hmm. in quite some time, and our our good friend and Storm. His, his faithful owner, mm-hmm. um, Knut. Oh, what the hell? He Is, just takes over. Am I, I talking know. too slow? What the, What are you doing here? You're saying like my friend. Ta- you're okay. you you talking
1: a little slow. Okay, okay well, I mean, it's late in the day. Be engaging.
2: Home. <laughs> yeah. If we get okay. this ball rolling. Knut, how you doing, brother? You, you're out there, we miss you. Yeah. It's stormy. It drop us a note, Um Lady Beverly. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she very interested in our political process over here because she's in England, where I don't believe they have elections. I guess they got queens and junk. Yeah, and, Prime minister. Yeah, but I think they just the queen appoints someone. I'm not really sure how I, it all
0: works. Uh, no, Sarah Palin. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs>
1: <Christ>. <laughs> a
2: dumbass.
1: I can see Russia <laughs> from my porch.
2: <laughs> so I got a shout out to her. Um... So, Lady Beverly, thank you for listening again. Um, I am going to give a shout-out to Allie because she, that psychopathic, lunatic, crazy-ass woman. She's big down under. She's, she, I guess she's big down Unlike under. like the Colonel. I'm big down under. Um, so, me and her are both big down under. Um, Allie has uh, switched to Team Colonel. No, um, I don't think she has. She put it in writing on the page. Yeah. Uh. Um, I'm tell you who I would give a shout-out to because she's a regular. She's on our page a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's mean to the Colonel is uh, Kim Taylor. Mm-hmm. When she Kim Taylor, when you decide to become a little bit nicer to the Colonel, you get an official shout-out. Wow. Kim Taylor's a very oh, nice you know what? We're going to give a shout-out to Ryan and Caitlin though because they're just they're the cutest little damn kids you ever seen. They are.
1: And, uh, and you know what? Everybody on Team Brandy gets a shout-out. Woo-hoo. Um, and of course, Brittany and Chris.
2: Well, yeah, Brittany. Brittany's a hysterical little girl. She's God, she, uh, something not right with that child. Something not. Brittany, get you, get you tiny little Baltimore. ass to church, please. Will you, get to church, what do you think girl. Of you in church? Oh, uh, the because girl.
1: He stepped in one lately.
2: Late no, I, I. You know, you. She she talks in... Tells me, you know, every once in a while. People send me messages. I don't know yeah. if people send you messages. I no. ask them and they do. Well, they probably do not send them to you because you're kind of boring. You ain't much to talk to, Timmy. But anyway, the devil, I know you got your little evil minion followers. Um, we have cheesecake and wine. I don't know what else there needs to be. Um, And did did we out? She didn't post what she was. I told her I was going to give her a time to come clean. Yeah, but don't go there. Uh, oh. Let, let. Okay, you got one more time. One more time. The next time I'm outing you, Brittany, tell us what you did for a living. For,
0: former career.
2: Her former career. She's a nurse now. She's, doing She's a nurse, yes. Um, Chris. Also, oh, so
1: then it doesn't matter.
2: Chris, you, uh, be careful with that girl. That's all I can tell you. Oh be careful gosh. with the girl. Well, she crazy. Okay. The girl crazy so, as hell. Um, right. Also, let me give some quick shout-outs to
0: Celine, your good friend Celine. Uh, they're mm, in Michigan. Loves me. Tigers fan. Tigers fan. Uh, Stephanie Q. To Lee. To Missy. To Bree. To Tasha. Francis. Trixie. Uh, Trixie the communist. Love Trixie. I do too. I love. I love her. The fact that she's a <coughs> communist. Um, Erica and Eric. Alicia. Mary Ray. Katchna, Elise and Rebecca. Who is on Team Timmy? By the way, and
2: I, I just wanted we'll this note for it the thing. record. You always skip Charlie. Charlie, I'm sorry. Why are you always skipping no. Charlie? Actually, Charlie was, I was very going to mention Charlie.
0: Charlie was very helpful to me because um, because you I, ain't got you don't know how to do any of this shit, and she's trying to help you. Yeah, it. exactly. Uh, she's helping me with sound issues from so, a technology uh,
2: standpoint. You're the worst producer, maybe in the whole world.
0: In the world. Well, see, I like to think of we're catching our conversation, and we're not editing it, and we're not, you know, we are not editing. <laughs> we're not. We're not. You know, this is not some slick Hollywood. Hollywood production. This is
2: this is all natural. One thing's for damn sure. It ain't no slick Hollywood production. It's not even a slick Cincinnati, Hattiesburg, yeah. Mississippi production. I mean, it ain't, okay. ain't nothing slick about this except the lotion. But the devil here. We're going to get on to our topic. But if you would like to join us,
0: and with all the shenanigans that go on. Um, check out our Facebook page. We have two. We have the History Dweebs Facebook page where we post uh, history-related topics. But we also have the History Dweebs the podcast page. That's a pa- that's a group, and uh, you can ask to join that, and you'll get uh, uh, you'll uh, join a group with a bunch of us who uh, uh, listen to the podcast, and um, there's a bunch of fun folks on there. So if you get a chance, join on Facebook. Join the History Dweebs. The podcast group page. It's a lot of fun. Okay, so let's move on, shall we, and talk about um, Carl Eugene Watts. Although, I do want to give a shout-out to our good friend, Bob Muir.
2: Oh, Um, Bob, yeah. 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 Bob so, was just finishing up the Sistine Chapel. I believe he's going to do the Statue of Liberty, throw a coat of blue on there. Bob Mears, since i painting, and mm-hmm. in stroking for 27 years. Smooth stroking for 27
0: years. me smooth stroking. All right, let's talk about the Sunday morning slasher, shall we? I guess that's what the
2: thing's about.
0: Carl Eugene Watts. No, 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 no. We're jumping into this story, Colonel. Carl. We had a topic, something came up last time we said we were going to follow up on. We were going to follow up on, and it is the devil's lesbianism. Yeah, because yeah. I think we kind of brushed over that. We glossed so, over it. Why
1: are we spending time on this at all? Well, in this If I were a lesbian, which I am not, there's nothing to talk about. We're not about. saying you're a lesbian. It's like I'm one of your kids. Just,
2: we're not saying you're a lesbian now. I, I have not never this, been a lesbian. <laughs> not this minute. Not this in this room. minute. There is no lesbian activity going on because you're the only woman in the room. Unless... I don't know who you're texting there, so... But we... Listeners... Make, and this, depends, depends on who you're texting. We don't want to make a big deal out of this. We just want the listeners did decide. Yeah. Now, the devil played college softball, yeah. which leads me and Timmy to suspect, um, you know, there, that there, there was, was some s- shenanigans, yeah. right?
0: There's nothing wrong with it. And there's Perfectly nothing wrong with that.
2: Yes, exactly. We just want details of it. We so. did want the sort of details, and so we asked the devil, come on, tell us about your About your lesbian life while you played college softball.
0: Where was your first lesbian experience?
2: And and, and here's how she reacted. She just put her hands on her face, dropped her head back, and went, No, I'm not telling you. Which would indicate there's something to tell. Now, a person who had no experience would say, I have no experience to tell you about. Right. But she said, No, I'm not telling you. Yeah. So... Being the detectives that we are, we deduce. We are, you know, yeah. uh, you inquiring minds.
0: Well, well, you
2: are not going to just slip that by us. So, just tell us about your first
0: lesbian experience. I have no lesbian experience. Now, you don't have to be ashamed. We're very loving and open. Yeah. We're pro-lesbian. We're very
2: pro-lesbian. I write I write them checks. <laughs> So tell us. Yes, I paid for a lesbian wedding for God's sake. <laughs> you did, sake. didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, so, so you know, I'm, I'm pro-lesbian. pro lesbian. He's I'm pro lesbian. We're all pro.
1: We're all friends here. Friends of the hey, lesbians. I'm glad. I am friends to many lesbians. So tell However, us. However, so tell us about your first lesbian. A lesbian. You
0: know, did you have like a pillow fight? With your, with Was your, it? Did you have teddies on? <laughs> no. I, I see. I picture like in in like these uh, uh, boys' boxers. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and no shirt, mm-hmm. and then they're having to. The,
2: yeah um, hitting and, each other with and the, pillows, the breasts are just bouncing, and then they get done, and it's like oh, bro, are we are we your about hair that? so messy here. Are let we let about that? I am so grossed out for this hair entire. When's that gross? Gross.
1: That is no, natural. No, you two talk about it is gross. Well, it's not in my mind. It's not in my know. mind.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. You want to be anti-lesbian, that's up to you. Colonel and I are pro-lesbian. Yeah, we're pro-lesbian. For any, if we happen to have any lesbian le- listeners. And you have some video you want to share. <laughs> want to share stories. Yes. Please. And have any problems. Problems you want to discuss? Yeah, no. The Colonel and Timmy. Uh, my, i We are licensed social workers. We are all ears. No, I'm
1: an ordained minister. I'm an ordained minister. <laughs> I'm a licensed social worker, actually. I know you are.
2: Yeah, well, yeah I'm not really licensed, but yeah. but I got a bootleg license. Yeah, it's like being a. It's cab not driver. bootleg. That's legit. <laughs> well, no, <well>, a <laughs> ordained minister. minister is. Yeah, yeah.
0: But my, Randy and the Colonel legit. are both. Ordained ministers. So, if you have a lesbian wedding that you would like to plan, they can officiate it. Yes, we could. Yeah, and if you have lesbian um, stories you would like to tell, the Colonel and I are open to listening to them. And um, and if you would like, you might find it cathartic. Could we cathart- start this? I just bought. You know what? I just bought a already. new
2: camera last night. Uh-huh. Really nice camera. The, the You're willing God. to film them? Well, if you want to share, if you want to capture the special moments of your lesbian honeymoon. <laughs> You're you're Colonel Available. Yeah,
1: hey, you're a good man, Colonel. Okay, so Just letting um, you know that I've recorded some of
0: this and gone ahead and put it out. Um, oh, she's him rogue on No, screen. don't be now that that violates you're, you're violating our copyrights by doing that. Mm, no, I'm not. She's okay, violated. let's talk about. How about let's talk about the Sunday Morning Slash? Please, cause. can't
1: wait for the love of all that's
0: cannoli. Yes, Carl Eugene Watts uh, was known... He was also known by the name Coral. Coral. Yeah, C O R A L. Well, that's stupid. Well, he was. So's
1: the kid on Walking Dead.
0: I man, I don't know. He was an American serial killer dubbed the Sunday Morning Slasher because many of his attacks took place on Sunday morning while people were in church or yeah, getting ready for yeah. Should have been
1: in church himself.
0: No, I don't think he killed anyone in church. If the people he had to, been in church, if
1: the victims had, he had been in church,
0: had the victims been in church, yeah, they wouldn't have been. Of
1: this would have happened.
0: Yes, but anyway. Uh, no. Uh, he is now suspected. He's spe- suspected of killing uh, more than 100 women, which, if it's true, would make him the most prolific serial killer in American history. So, that's, yeah, that's a big Did story. Did you
2: give Tara a shout out today?
0: No, but hi, Tara. Hi, Tara. The, murder, the murders occurred uh, in Michigan and in Texas between 1974 and 1982. That's eight years for you, Brandy, if, if you need some help with that. <laughs> you, An eight can't, you can't make the girl do the math in it. <laughs> <Yeah>, I know. <laughs> no, you um, Carl Eugene Watts was born uh, in Foot Hood, Texas, on November the 7th. Hood, Hood. Fort Fort Hood, Texas, on November the 7th, 1953, to Richard and Dorothy Watts. um, He was African American. His parents divorced when he was two years old. After the divorce, uh, he Carl began spending a lot of time with his grandmother. So he's from a broken home. Yeah, his uh, his grandma his mother relocated to Detroit from Texas to Detroit, and as I said, he spent a lot of time with his grandmother, who also that's
2: where they were from. Timmy, can I just interrupt you for one second? Of course, of course. Um, We did not we failed to mention to our listeners Mm -hmm. um, that we are dedicating this show to. Um, Merle Haggard who No we're not yesterday. Yes we not are I'm not
1: dedicating it to Merle Haggard no. No. Yeah
2: he's gonna sing us back home Sing me back home uh, Okay yeah. uh, Okay And the other one is this aberration because you don't most serial killers are white in the 30s and
0: You know that's I, you know yeah, you're right but there is if you do a, a, a wiki, wiki list of uh, African American serial killers there's a no, lot There's of a of lot them. of
2: them but right. proportionately
0: yeah, proportionally, you're right. It's mostly people like uh, you. Um, it's his
1: computer. So. All right. So, come on. Tell me more about. Well, tell us more. Uh, tell, well, me tell me more, you have more about. How large of our
2: seats here? I'm going to tell you. Tell me. <laughs> tell us.
0: He moved to Detroit with his mom, and he spent more time with his grandmother, as I mentioned. Now, his grandmother later told the Houston Chronicle that's a newspaper brandy. <laughs> that.
1: Piss <laughs> off! What is it today?
0: That even as a young child, Carl enjoyed hunting and skinning rabbits. Well, who doesn't? Wow, that's cruel and unusual. Shh, be very quiet. During his childhood, he developed meningitis. You know, uh, when I was uh, when I I had to get my tonsils out, they put a kid who had meningitis in the very next room, and my parents threw a.
2: Fit. Could you Which, stick to the story? I'm just
0: telling you, it's very contagious. So if you have meningitis, these side well, stories please go right to the <laughs> hospital. Go right to your doctor, medical. See a medical professional if you have meningitis. That's my public service announcement for today. Because that Brandy uh, meningitis is a disease, <laughs> and he suffered high fevers, resulting in learning disabilities.
1: <laughs> Which and le- is also a disease, Tim. <laughs> learning disabilities, Brent. <brand. laughs> yeah. A learning disability is just listening <laughs> to Tim talk, then you can see. As a young man,
0: Carl. Carl. Would <laughs> you get stuck on his name there? Well, I was going to say Watts, but I do keep saying Watts all the time. As a young man, Carl was described as polite and self spoken So he was a wuss bag. No, he was just a polite young man. And just so the
2: listeners decide, if they decide to Google him, his name
0: is Coral. No, his name is Carl Eugene Watts, but he goes by the nickname of Coral. But, yeah, you you just said it right the first time. You've been saying Carl. Whatever. No, his name is Carl. That's his given name, is
1: Carl. But his nickname is Coral? Yeah. Coral, yeah. Oh, well, lovely. When he... when. Um, Carl, I'm not nearly high enough to do this podcast <laughs> today.
0: <laughs> when he was thirteen, uh, he was a teenager. He was infected with meningitis that caused him to be held back in the eighth grade. I think I mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think you. Upon yeah. his return to school, he had difficulty keeping up with the stu- other students. But he was athletic. He had athletic ability, and he participated in the um, uh, Golden Gloves boxing program. I know you're familiar with that, uh, the, Colonel. The Colonel is yes. Um, he participated in that, and although academically he was considered below average, um, he. Used I know you're
2: familiar with that, Devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That means <laughs> that's, that, what I, that's what I said. That with means all the time. you are not. That means you are not keeping up with your peers, Devil. Yeah. Um, so anyway are my
0: peers i I'm say so instead but anyway he it's instead of just redirecting his anger to this boxing he was an angry young lad he seemed to uh, you know it the boxing team seemed to intensify his anger so it didn't get the result they was hoping that you know he would Take the, go to boxing and kind of get some of his aggression out but it seemed to intensify his aggression at school he would uh, re, he was started receiving felon grades that means he was not doing what's well. a felon
1: grade <laughs> felon uh, he got and felon and grades a fe- and he felon was, grades so he, you see, he started to open his fucking yapper <laughs> at me getting ready to tell me what a felon grade was <laughs> as he was re- reading at a third grade level by the age of
0: 16 yes
1: doesn't sound felon to me <laughs>
0: He suffered severe bullying at school. What? Which you know is a surprise that he was bullied because he was he whip whippy ass. He, exactly. Yeah. Now during his adolescence, he began to stalk young girls, and to be, he's believed to have killed his first victim before he was eight, before the age of fifteen. While uh, working his paper route, he was he got a paper route. You know, I had a paper route, and you know what I had trouble with rolling up those papers. I had a hard time folding them so that I could throw them. Yeah, that's a and bridge. then they give you this big, big white bag that you have to carry around on your bike, and it's hard to pedal with that
1: big white bag. It's hard to
2: pedal. Actually, you you tie it in a knot up in the top so it stays at your hip. I didn't do that because
1: <laughs> he was felling
0: behind. It's- I'm just saying it was not easy being a paperboy. It's it,
2: it's it's a challenge. That was a colonel's first job. I used to deliver papers at uh. The man would pick me up at two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and we would drive around the neighborhoods, and I would run the newspapers. You know what I hated most? Mm. The old people that wore, we called them porches. Uh-huh. They had to have the newspaper on the porch. Yeah,
0: you see, so you just kind of dry, did a drive-by tossed we'd it out drive by and toss. We do drive
2: bys and we throw them out, but then not would be these some bitches that wanted them on their porch. Yeah, and I, yeah. you know, I mean, I would get out, get some exercise. Right for that, I know, say. That's why there's a bunch of dead people. That's yeah, why people die. They'd still be alive today if yeah. they were that's why walk out to walk out. People die.
0: All right, none of exercise. So anyway, he was a paper boy. Um, I don't know what that has to do with anything, actually. Um, but he, oh, I know what it has to do. That while yeah. on his paper route, he knocked on the apartment door of a woman and he attacked her when she opened the door. This was when he was 15. On June 29, 1969. Watts was arrested for sexually assaulting a 26-year-old. He liked
2: the, he liked the older women.
0: Joan Gave was her name. Don't gave. Make, yeah, no, she's a victim, so don't make fun of her. Well, she gave when what? Watts when she didn't get she tried she, I bet, have she I bet she, she, she canceled. I bet she canceled that fucking <laughs> paper subscription. When the coupons just weren't worth it. <laughs> when Watts was tried and he was sentenced to the Lafayette Clinic, a mental hospital in Detroit. Uh, when arrested, he told police he just felt like beating someone up. So I know Ooh, he, who has not at different times. I mean, <laughs> man, Brandy's thats Brandy, how she feels. <laughs> I know she liked that. According to a psychiatric assessment, Watt was, uh, was revealed to suffer from a, from mild mental retardation. That's what they called it then. Don't jump on me for being not being politically correct. What would they call it today? Uh, developmentally delayed, I guess, with a full of uh, uh, a full scale IQ of seventy five. So you know, little little above what where Brandy is
2: right now. <laughs> and he had delusional. What is it? You know what? and this is a serious question, I they they say you know developmentally disabled with an but IQ seventy five. Of-
0: wasn't that where uh, Forrest Gump was when his mother had to sleep with the. Principal to get him in yeah. regular class.
2: What, what, what is? I wonder what the cutoff is on IQ. I, I don't know, but seventy-five is not very high. Um, and you say
0: the devil's what seventy-three? I think she's in a low seventy. <laughs> twat monger. I am a twat monger. I admit it. <laughs> m- monger from twat. To twat. <laughs> You're a twat wanderer. I'm <laughs> um, a <no> wanderer. <laughs> Okay. To uh, he, he also had delusional a delusional thought process. Well, who's you know more and more? Who's this sounding like to I'm, you? I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> this we could just, just scratch out Carl Watt and put Brandy. Put, put her. the devil. Yeah. Wow.
1: Um,
0: but other than that, other than his low, low IQ, He's he very, very intelligent. <laughs> Other than the 75 oh, did they, IQ.
2: Did they just call him my borderline retarded?
0: Yeah, they say it's what it is. I'm, I'm going to read it. It says, through the the police interrogation, found that other than his low IQ, they found him very, very intelligent with an excellent memory.
1: So he can't add, <laughs> but he can remember things.
0: Within three months, he was evaluated and placed on outpatient treatment. So he attacked this girl, on, you know, in, uh, and he was out in three months. In his final review, the psychiatrist, doctor Ainsworth, stated that the patient is a paranoid young man who is struggling to for cont- uh, control of strong homicidal impulses. Oh go. no! His behavior controls are faulty, and there's a high potential for violent uh, acting out. The in- individual is considered dangerous, and then they release him. He was and, and
2: again, to me, as you describe that. Is there anybody coming to mind?
0: Yeah, I know. We're sitting right across from him. So he he spends three months in a mental institution, and then they release him with... You know, so this guy, so this doctor, can later come back and say, "I told you so." so. You have you spent any time in a mental institution, Devil? Yeah, let's talk about our mental illnesses. I think we're, the listeners would like that.
1: There's not enough time with you sitting at the table. There's not enough time.
0: Well, we've talked about my my challenges before, but how about you, Randy let's, Have you been
2: diagnosed? <laughs> my challenges are sitting here with you, <laughs> fuckers. Have you spent any time? When you well What okay. medication do you take? Let's not say that. When you was when you was in the hospital, was it voluntary After, or involuntary? Yeah. And were you in a lesbian only hospital? <laughs> yeah. Did they give you the electric shock and did you try to say, Oh, shock me down there? <laughs> you can answer both of those questions or just one? Just one, yeah.
1: Truth or dare. <laughs> Are you are you done is it my no, time? No, 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 no! I'm still done. I'm still done. Don't don't rush me, please. I would like to because I would like to go home.
0: No, I just want. Well, well, no, me, I mean, the we, we right when we're talking. Just tell us what do you take any med? Do you currently take any uh, court ordered medication? Or no, not even court ordered. Do, do you currently take any medication for
1: uh, your mental health issues? Yes or no. All of my medication is purely recreational. Okay, that's fair enough, Colonel. Me? Yeah, I'd like to know all the medications
2: that you're taking. I take besides Viagra. I take more medication than uh, than my pharmacy has to offer most of the time. <laughs> Better living through pharmaceuticals. Yeah, I say. The, I'm. I'm. The last time I had to do a P test, Timmy, it was it was blue when it came out. So. <laughs> the man has more Xanax than anyone you'll meet.
1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> In your life.
2: <laughs> it's it's uh the colonel has some anger issues. Yeah. And they they feel that keeping the colonel uh keep you calm, keeping the colonel relaxed is a a, a, a good thing. It's a good thing for society.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Well, they should have done the same thing with Mr. Watt because he was released after just three months after attacking this girl, and they knew he—they released him with this diagnosis of having strong homicidal impulses. Seems to me that would warrant a little bit more follow-up, wouldn't you think? You would think. You would think. You have
2: the urge to kill, devil.
0: Yes. Have you have you had thoughts of hurting others?
2: You Just you people. No. Okay. <laughs> That's not nice. That's <laughs> pretty normal, though. After yeah. all we do for you? You motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, made you famous? You made you famous. Got you on a team? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's probably like the other softball team. I mean, I think they're probably... Ooh. No, I mean, I'm not... I'm not going along with that stuff. No, I just mean Team Brandy, it, it's...
0: Just a. It's a. No, just stop talking. Are you saying that women, they can't be strong women without having women? To I be, think that's what he's saying, Tim. You, I'm, no, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I just want to be clear. I'm not on board. I mean, are you I'm subscribing not, to that,
2: Tim? No, I'm jumping off that bus, okay? No, all I'm saying is I, I understand there is a large contingent on Team Brandy. Mm hmm. Um, but it's a bunch of batshit cackling hens is what it is. Well, yeah, they are. But they're nice people. They're, oh, they're wonderful people, but they're just And all beautiful. Crazy. They are beautiful. Yeah, ain't know, ugly one a bunch of them, yeah. is there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh,
0: so Watt grew up on the move. He was attending public school. He attended public schools in Texas, West Virginia, and Michigan. He finally finished high school in Inkster, Uh, Michigan, which is a Detroit suburb. I bet Celine knows where Inkster is. Spinkster, Inkster. Inkster. Inkster?
2: That's like that Inky girl you dated.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That tried to kill you. (laughs) She did
2: not try to kill
1: me. Oh, she should have.
0: I don't wonder what happened to her. Anyway, Watts continued high school after his release from the hospital, and he was involved in sports but continued to decline academically. He turned to drugs, he became a loner, and was often disciplined by school officials for his volatile behavior with female classmates. He graduated at the age of nineteen, um, and um, he was accepted, oddly enough, uh, to Lane College on a football scholarship. But due to his injuries, he had, he had some—he got injured the first year. He had to—he um, uh, lost his scholarship and he removed—he returned back home to Detroit. Despite a tested IQ of 75, he was admitted to Western Michigan University at Kalamazoo. Where their standards are not that high. Apparently not. And was enrolled there when he started acting out in his violent fantasies against women in October of 1974. Uh, Prior to attending um, the, the program there at WMU, he was again evaluated at an outpatient facility where it was determined that he was Still a danger and had a strong impulse to beat up women. Again, Colonel. Who's that sound like? Yeah. Yet, due to the um, confidentiality policy, staffers were unable to alert alert authorities or the colleges, uh, the college that Watt was attending. Or professors that uh, were in his class, sort of like that guy at Westford or at Virginia, Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki Giovanni, who was the um, you guys know who N- Nikki Giovanni is? No. Yeah. She's a the poet poet from Cincinnati, oh, African American, yeah, okay. and she taught that the guy. I forget the guy's name in West uh, Virginia. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Virginia Tech, the shooter, mm-hmm. and she went to the faculty, I mean, She went to the administration and said, "I don't want this guy in my class. Cause he's, he's clearly psycho." And um, she wouldn't teach, and uh, she wouldn't teach a class until they got got him out of the class. And then shortly thereafter, uh, he shot up to school. So, what happens next with um, uh, Carl Watts,
1: there, well, Randy, otherwise time. known as the Sunday Morning Slasher, or Coral? Coral. Which I would like to call him. Feel, uh, free. Feel free. His time as a serial killer began when he was 20 in 74. He kidnapped his victims from their homes, tortured them, and then murdered them. On October 25th of 1974, Lenore Kanzaki Kiz- mm-hmm. uh, answered her door and was attacked by a man who said he was looking for Charles. That yes. She Is Charles? Yes. Is Charles there? Yeah. She fought back and survived.
2: Apon
0: lady.
1: <laughs> well, that might... Land you know,
0: shark. maybe she should Candy have told ground. him that there was no Charles there to just start fighting with him. <laughs> well, maybe. It's, I don't know. Maybe she was... Like, oh, you're saying he assaulted her. He. What time did he or, knock on the door? Sunday Good morning. It does say. It was Sunday
1: morning. Oh, because he was it the Sunday morning slasher. Yeah, otherwise it would be the Sunday mid-afternoon slasher. Okay. <laughs> five days later, on October 30th, right before Halloween, watched tortured and brutally murdered 19-year-old Gloria Steele... That's believed to be his second victim. Gloria Steele uh, had 33 stab wounds to her chest. Wasn't she an author? No, 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 that was her sister, Danielle. Oh, okay. A witness reported speaking with a man in Steele's complex, who again said he was looking for Charles. Will you just get a hold of this guy already?
0: <laughs> you know, I think he meant to be in... Uh, He's probably... Probably should have been in South
1: Vietnam looking for Charlie. (laughs) Yes, that that would have been much better. Um, Diane Williams reported being attacked on November 12th under the same circumstances. She survived and managed to see the attacker's car and make a police report. Watts was picked out of a lineup by both uh, Mm Kinzaki and Williams and was arrested on assault and battery charges. He admitted to, ta- to attacking 15 females, but refused to talk about the Steele murder. His, at- his attorney arranged for Coral to commit himself into the Kalamazoo State Hospital, which I, I think sounds a little bit too much fun. It does. Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. yeah. So the hospital psychiatrist uh, investigated Watts' background and learned that in, previous inst- in his previous institution, Watts was said to have possibly killed two women by choking them. And he diagnosed uh, Coral with antisocial personality disorder. Well, when, you, when you're when killing people, ain't that kind of definition of antisocial? Well, you would think, yeah. So, uh, prior to his, well, prior to what's trial... He had a court-ordered evaluation at the Center for Forensic Psychiatry in Ann Arbor. Did he keep his appointment? He did. Oh, good. He did. Uh, The examining doctor described Coral as dangerous and felt he would most likely attack again and was found competent (laughs) to stand trial.
2: This motherfucker motherfucker walking around the street, every doctor that sees him says, he's the scariest son of a bitch I ever met. (laughs) They just keep with it. But... But go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead on out. I'll see you next Tuesday. Uh,
1: He pled no contest and received a one-year sentence on assault and battery charges, but was never charged in the murder of Steele. In October of 79, Watts was arrested for prowling around uh, Southfield, Southfield, sorry, a Detroit suburb. Prowling? The, he was prowling.
2: He was prowling? He was probably peeping. we was it like on all fours, low, and tail all passed, all like shaking. He like a puma, yeah. Yeah.
1: So the, those charges were later dropped. <laughs> and uh, the investigators did note that during the previous year, five women in the same suburb were assaulted on separate occasions,
2: but with, under similar circumstances. Now, I wonder if your property values <laughs> drop if everybody getting <laughs> raped in the neighborhood. Right. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, you can't help. Well, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) the schools are really good,
1: (laughs) but you can't step outside without getting your throat slit. Um, None were killed, nor can any of them identify their attacker. June of 1976, he was out of jail and back home in Detroit with his mother, of course. Uh, Ann Arbor is 40 miles west of Detroit in the home of the University of Michigan Evidently, that's just a little tidbit that Tim wanted to put in the script to make sure <laughs> you all knew Home of Celine. It's a tidbit
2: it is On home of Celine. Sunday,
1: October 6th of 1980 the Ann Arbor police were called to the home of 17-year-old Shirley Small uh, She'd been attacked and repeatedly cut with an instrument resembling a scalpel She bled to death on the sidewalk where she fell
2: Oh, it ain't no worse than bleeding to death on the sidewalk. Because then everybody that walks by, they get the blood in their shoes. Yeah, yeah,
0: it must be horrible for you. Yeah, it <laughs> and is. they're tracking it
2: on the carpet. Yeah, you're tracking on the carpet. You got to yeah. wipe the dog's paws off. Get yeah. the blood yeah, off. Yeah, that's
1: awful. Okay, um, <clears throat> on October tw- on Jesus on April twentieth, Sunday, April twentieth, Glenda Richmond, twenty six, was found by her doorway dead from over twenty eight stab wounds. On April twenty seventh, again a Sunday, uh, Rebecca Greer, twenty, was next. She died outside her door after being stabbed fifty four times. Yeah, this fucker's angry. <laughs> yeah. the local do you do you, newspaper. do you get well, or they get the name Sunday morning slasher? Yeah, I'm getting ready to,
0: Yeah, uh, okay, because they're occurring on Sundays and so, in the mornings. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. Some bitch couldn't go to church just like everybody else. Yeah. The local newspaper. He yeah, we have went started, in the He probably went to uh, mass later. He went midnight. to the they probably night. did You know what? I want to know if you kill uh, somebody in the morning mm-hmm. and you uh, go to the afternoon service and ask for forgiveness. Are you okay? Yes. Yeah. You're forgiven. Yeah. You're forgiven. You forgiven? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So the local newspaper actually gave him the name Sunday Morning Slasher because many of his attacks occurred on Sunday morning. There you go. Yes. Uh, they formed a task force. Yeah. As. Did they have t-shirts? As departments are wont to do. Do they have t-shirts? I believe they did. Uh, they were led by Detective Paul Button. Did they put pictures of the victims up on a bulletin board? And, and then run string between yeah, them to see? Yeah. I don't know. Um, they, let's see. Uh, they were investigating all the murders that occurred within five months of each other. Okay. Uh, the task force was dealing with no evidence and no witnesses. Uh, Sergeant James Arthurs contacted the task force after reading about the murders. He told them of his past experience with Watts and the similarities of Watts. Seriously? And the similarities of Watts' uh, previous crimes to those now under investigation. (laughs) By this time, Watts was working for his stepfather at a trucking company. He had a child uh, and then later met another woman who he married. In seventy nine and eighty, attacks on women. Well, he's quite the catch. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Big stupid guy who drives a truck. Yeah. There.
0: Well, you left
1: off the part about him going around stabbing people. Well, I'm I'm going to assume for now that his that his beau did not know that, well, that that's what was going boo.
0: on. His
1: boo, his babe. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know. His hoe. Well, whatever. We don't. Uh, know she let's see. The attacks on women in Detroit and the surrounding areas became more frequent and violent, and, and similar in style. Police began to draw connections to other recent assault cases in Detroit. Um, they connected October eighth of nineteen seventy nine, Peggy Punchmara, twenty two, was strangled in Detroit. October thirty first of seventy nine, Jean, Jean Klein, forty four, was stabbed at Gross Point Farms, Michigan. Now, Jean is a name that could be a, a male name or a female name. Yeah, it's a girl. Okay. March eleventh, nineteen eighty, Hazel Conniff, twenty-three, was strangled in Detroit. Hazel, pretty much a female name. Yes, thank you. March thirtieth, nineteen eighty, Denise, a girl's name, Dunmore. Primarily. she was twenty-three. She was strangled in Detroit. May thirty-first of eighty, Linda Montero, twenty-seven, was strangled in Detroit. September fourteenth, nineteen eighty, Rebecca Huff, twenty, was stabbed in Ann Arbor. By May 1980, Watts was divorced. Uh, his wife stated it was due to his weird ass behavior, which included his habit of leaving their home for hours immediately after they engaged in sex. So he'd get all hopped up on the sexy time and then go pummel somebody.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when, no, and most, don't. Do? And yeah, most guys do leave home after sex. There you go. <laughs> Uh, with, well, I said, stick around after
2: that, because it's all only going to lead to you doing some work. Those guys are leaving home to find sex.
1: <laughs> yeah. Within months, can't attacks, cut you off unless she knows where you, she, you're getting it at, right? Attacks in the in neighboring Wisteria, Ontario, Canada, they uh, were being reported that were part. They were the same nature as the ones that were taking place in Ann Arbor and Detroit. On a Sunday morning in July 1980 in Windsor, Irene. Condra Kondratawitz, Kondratawitz, that's just a hard name, 22 was attacked but lived after having her throat slashed. The following Sunday, Sandra Dalpy from Windsor, age 20, lived through being stabbed from behind. Mary Agnes, 30 of Windsor, escaped attack by screaming when she realized she was being followed. Uh, she picked Watts out of a photo lineup but was unable to sh- say for sure that the attacker was him. I don't know why. Well, well, you pick him out of a lineup, and then you I can't know. say it's him. Uh, police began to investigate Watts further and learn that Watts' car was recorded as leaving Windsor for Detroit across the international border crossing uh, after each of these episodes. Yeah, because they, they
0: track it. Man, it, it's hard. To, it, so it, now, they, they're
1: a pain in the ass when, <coughs>
0: when you're crossing over in Canada and back.
1: Yeah, well, it, now it, Watts' picture is really big in the middle of their huge board of yarn. Yeah. So what happened after that, Colonel? Yeah.
0: Well,
2: it's a mystery, Jimmy. It's no, it's not. It's right there in front of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I thought you were just asking me. I haven't read this stuff. <laughs> but I'm going to read it right now and figure it out. So on November 15th, November 15th, year which of our were, Lord, 1980. Which was right before Thanksgiving. Right before Thanksgiving. And that Ann- was
0: probably right around Veterans
2: Day. <clears throat> Could have been. Yeah. Could have been. And Ann Orwell woman, she contacted police After she became frightened when she discovered that a man was following her. The woman hid in the doorway and police observed their suspect as he frantically searched for her. When they pulled the man over in his car, he was identified as Cora Watts. Okay. Inside said car, they found screwdrivers and wood filing tools. But the most important discovery, Tim, Mm -hmm. it was a book that had Rebecca Huff's name in it. Yeah, it's hard to explain That'll that away. Work. Yeah. Yep. Hard to explain that one away. Now, in late 19 January 81, Watts was brought in on a one to give a blood sample. Uh, detectives took the opportunity to talk to Watts, but the interview ended without any confession, and the blood test failed to link him to any crimes. Now, had he been experiencing bloody stool, they could have just waited till he used the bathroom. I don't know why they didn't give him a reach around and ask, give him a, a get a semen sample. But I guess it's not allowed. That's, a, that's frowned upon. That's frowned upon. Yeah, I thought they had special, surprisingly. I thought they had special police people in the police department to do that. This what being a designated whacker? The reach around unit. Yeah, yeah. I guess I don't. I guess they didn't in that one. It was a small town. That's what I reckoned. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> uh, so by that spring, <laughs> by that spring, Coro had had enough of the task force, I'm and done. he made a move to Columbus, Texas, where he found work at an oil company. So he, he says, "I'm, d- I'm pissed off. Of you, I'm tired yeah, of you guys." Fuck this stuff. task force. I'm getting out of here. People keep hassling me because I'm just killing an odd the person man. here and now. Yeah, I'm going to move to Houston. The now man. He, Houston was only seventy miles an, away, and Watts began spending his weekends cruising the city. Oh, now, detectives in Michigan forwarded Watts' file to the Houston police who were able to locate Watts but ain't a, unable to find any evidence linking him directly to any of the Houston crimes. Mm-hmm. Then on Sunday, Timmy, mm-hmm. on Sunday, September 7, mm-hmm. 1981, Lillian Tilly was attacked in an Arlington apartment. What was her name? Lillian. 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 <laughs> Cannot Tilly, use the phone. Lillian. Attacked Lillian. in an Arlington apartment. Cannot drive the car. And drowned. So he was the Sunday morning drowner, too. Okay. Um, now, later that same month, Elizabeth Montgomery, who would later go on to <gasps> be was, famous he, as... She witched. And died of anal um, cancer. Died of anal cancer, but before no, she died of anal cancer. No, that was Farrah Fawcett. Oh, That was Farrah Fawcett. Well, before she died of anal cancer,
0: I think she, she did died, died of
2: cancer, a- uh, after being stabbed in the chest while out walking her dogs. Now, I don't know what the fuck kind of dog she got, because I know you come at me with a knife and I got the rutabaker, He going to see what your ass tastes like. You know, this—that's what this woman's born. She probably had two of those little, little dumbass dogs you put in your purse, carry her around. Ain't no fearsomeness about them, but you come at me with a knife, and Rutabaker, hes gonna make small—he's gonna make small work out of you, very fast, Timmy. I know, I know. I'll tell you a quick story, a true story about Rutabaker.
0: Uh, Jesus but God. just FYI, so, it's you. after four o'clock.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mister. This is something the listeners are gonna want to hear. So I take I Rudy it. back up to a field, right? And um, she, okay. he's playing.
0: Did you know Elizabeth Montgomery uh, was also name, known as Pandora's
2: Box? hmm You did hmm. not know that. Yeah, it's, it was, it, she didn't have good hygiene. So anyway, Timmy, I, I got That's, Rudy out on the soccer field, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a brief story if you she don't was, interrupt me. She was me. married. And, uh, I mean, she was born on April 15,
0: 1933. That was tax day.
2: <laughs> you, you gonna let me finish this story, please, or are we please. gonna be here till five? No, please do. I'm just looking up the life of career. So I got love. him playing Let's out in this, out this out. field, and there's about four kids down there playing soccer with a soccer ball on the other side of the she field. She got the colon cancer. And she had flu-like symptoms and got the bloody stool. <laughs> okay, this is a good story, Timmy. It was too late for intervention. I doubt it. No, it's an interesting story about the dog. I doubt it. But I'm gonna keep going gonna as long as Timmy old. keeps going because I'll stay here till because I gotta <laughs> stay here till six. So Please continue, to Colonel.
1: We are in Timmy time, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we're on Timmy time. Please so continue. I got, so I got... Get the hell
2: out of here. I got... <sighs> okay, I got Rudy out on the field, mm-hmm. on the soccer field. Mm-hmm. There's these four or five little kids down the there end playing soccer. Mm-hmm. And this guy decides to cut through the soccer field. I think you told this story. Yeah. I can tell it to the listeners. And you know, Rudy Baker ran down to the other side of the field where those kids were mm-hmm. and backed the man off the field. Wow! Would you not know, let him on that.
0: You know another interesting fact? I've been here since, since six thirty this morning. So if mm-hmm. you
2: could, old people get up early. <laughs> please continue. So anyway, that's my point. Is God, you come great. after me with a knife, Rudy gonna tear your ass off. And on our new poll um, that you put up about uh, what our new show should be, there is a actual another category for Rudy the Colonel's dog. So vote for Rudy, the colonel's dog. Yeah, and it'll be disregarded just like the other yeah, ones. Yeah, this is not a democracy. But anyway, okay, so we got Elizabeth Montgomery a bewitched. She got stabbed to death, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, shortly after that, we got Susan Wolf. okay? She's 21. She gets attacked and murdered, and she got out of a car at her home. Now, that's kind of sucky, to get somebody as a getting out of the car. Because she probably had groceries in her hand. Probably. And then she's you know, got to, you know, she's got to lock her car door and all that. Probably yeah. keys in her hand. But she got attacked. Not helpful. Not helpful at all. Yeah, now he decided he won a three-way. And on <laughs> May 23rd, he attacks roommates, Lori Lister and Melinda Allgaier. Ties them up and then attempts to drown Lister in the apartment. Debt. Boy, a one drowning, drowning people. Was he thinking just less messy or something? Probably. But while he was doing this, Algyle, Aguilar, I'm sorry, Aguilar, was able to escape by jumping headfirst off of a balcony. Yes. Yeah. I bet that didn't hurt at all. It probably did. But Now, Lister was saved by a neighbor who heard the commotion and Watts was caught and arrested. Now, the body of Michelle Maday, who you had talked about before, was found the same day. I'm sorry, you didn't talk about her. Drowned in a bathtub in a nearby apartment. Under interrogation, Watts refused to talk. He was like, give me a lawyer, see? I ain't going to say nothing to you, see? So anyway... G. Robinson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you, coppers, see? So anyway, the Harris County... Assistant District Attorney Ira Jones made a deal with Watts in order to get him to confess. What was the deal, Colonel? Well, incredibly, he agreed to give him immunity to the charge of murder if Watts would agree to confess to his murders. (laughs) So, Jones was hoping to bring closure... That like a pretty good deal to me. Yeah, there was 50 unsolved murders of women in the Houston area. He was hoping to bring some closure. Mm-hmm. Now, Coral eventually admitted to attacking 19 women. With 13 of them, he confessed to murdering. Now, by the time it was over, Watts had admitted to 80 additional murders in Michigan Jesus. and in Canada, but refused to give details because he didn't have an immunity agreement for those murders. Well, I can understand that. Coral pled guilty to one count of burglary with intent to kill Timmy. So now Judge Shaver decided that the water in the bathtub should be Constituted as a deadly weapon, because he was trying to, you know, drown a bit, drown a woman in there. <clears throat> Maybe he was just trying to find out if she was a witch like the devil. You think that could be Timmy? I'm kept capturing Brandy playing Candy Crush. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, the judge he decides, you know, the water's being used to try to kill somebody. It's a deadly weapon here, right? Mm-hmm. So. On September 3rd, Watts was sentenced to 60 years in prison. Now, in 1987, he tried to escape from prison by slipping through the bars. Um, Watts decided to begin appealing his sentence, but his appeal lacked lacked the support of his attorney. So back (laughs) in October 87, unrelated to any of Watts' appeals, the court decided that criminals must be told that a deadly rights finding may occur during their indictment and to do so, fail fail to do so, violates the criminal's rights. In 1989, the Texas Criminal Court of Appeals decided that because a judge failed to inform Coral that the bathtub water could be deemed a lethal weapon, he would not be required to serve his entire sentence. Watts was now eligible for retroactive good time earned equaling three days for every one day served. We should do that here at work. Work one day, get paid for three. I like it. Because I do three times a year work of most people. No. Um, now, this would be, mean that Watts was going to get out of jail in 2006. He mm-hmm. After only serving less than four years. Now, Lawrence Fossey, whose wife was murdered by Watts, is fighting the release with every possible legal maneuver he can find. Now, in the meantime, Michigan, Michigan never agreed to the plea bargain. And they decided to, to try him for the murder of Helen Dutcher. Houston detectives also were reopening some old cases, and one was a 14-year-old, Emily LaCroix, who Watts confessed to killing but was not given immunity for that specific murder. As reported by the Dallas Observer... I mean, why did they give him that sweet deal where he confessed to 15
0: of them? And well, they because walked?
2: they figured they have with a, the with a bathtub thing, they were going to give him at least 60 years. They took care of everything, and they were hoping to close up some of these murder cases. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the Dallas Observer reported, um, last some of the families of several of Watts victims met for the 20th Memor- Memorial... Since his capture and incarceration, during the memorial, some learned for the first time the turn of events in regards to his early release. So in 2004, authorities made appeals to possible witnesses in order to try to convict Watts of murder to ensure that he was not released, given that he had made it clear he would kill again if he ever got out. I do it. I did it. I do it again, coppers. That's what he told him. Just like that? Just like that. I do it again, coppers. Let me out, I'll do it again. Give me a knife. So anyway, a man came forward to say that he had seen a man fitting Watts' description fleeing the scene of the murder of Helen Dutcher, a 36-year-old woman who had died after being stabbed 12 times in December 1979. Watts had immunity from prosecution for the 12 killings he admitted to, but that did not apply to Dutcher. He specifically did not confess to that one. So Watts uh, was promptly charged nice. with the murder of Helen Dutcher, and on 9th, November seventeenth, two thousand four, a Michigan jury convicted him. On and take special note of this: okay, two thousand four. Mm-hmm. The year is not important, but the date is December seventh. What is so important about December seventh? That's Pearl Harbor Day. It is Pearl Harbor Day, but in addition to being Pearl Harbor Day. December seventh, twelve seven for you Europeans. I believe it's seven twelve. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That is the colonel's birthday. Really? It is indeed. What year were you born in? I was born in nineteen sixty three, Timmy. And what what was that Social Security number? <laughs> I do not. That I do not recall. But uh, on December seventh, the colonel's birthday. Mm-hmm. He was. What were you to doing that uh, what,
0: what birthday was it for you?
2: Um, 2004. Let's see. Take sixteen away or twelve away. <laughs> nah Not into knot. I, nah I can nah. tell you exactly where I was at. I was at my friend John's house. They had a 40th birthday party for me, and I had told them uh, that 40 to. They had a 40th birthday party. They asked me how I feel being old, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what, thirty to forty have been the funnest years of my life. And then the colonel, believe it or not, turned fifty. I think you get you and know when, when I 50. You 50? really get laid a lot between 40 and 50. You do, yeah. and you, you do an awful lot. And, and then uh 50 it starts to slow down. No. And I said, you know what? I'm fifty years old now and forty to fifty been the funnest years of my life. So hopefully the colonel hoping that fifty to sixty gonna be the funnest years of his life. Mm. But it was not a fun birthday for him. Because what happened? Because the fifty-one year old Watts got sentenced to life imprisonment, Mm -hmm. ensuring that he would never be released from prison. And thus... Thus the murderer that almost got away with murder. Known as... The Bathtub Murderer, the Sunday Morning Slasher. <laughs> oh, Jesus, the Sunday right. Morning Slasher. Yeah, but they should have called him the Bathtub Murderer because he did it in the bathtub a couple okay. times. Okay, Brandy, your final thoughts on
0: Carl Eugene Coral Watts, better known as the Sunday Morning Slasher? I
1: have no final thoughts. Uh,
0: he was a dick. He was kind of a dick, wasn't he? Yeah, stupid uh, dick. And um, where can people find us, Brandy? They can find us on Twitter. At History Dweebs 1. They can find us on Facebook. At either History Dweebs Facebook page or History Dweebs uh, the group page, History Dweebs the podcast group page. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They can find us on the iTunes. Yeah, at iTunes. Just search for History Dweebs. Leave us a review. Mm -hmm. And they can find us on Stitcher. Yeah. and
2: You know where they
1: can't find us? Where? YouTube.
2: Yeah, that's true because the colonel has yet to. Um, well, um, we ran into a little problem with that, to me. What was the problem? Well, apparently. And um, keep. I've re- I, I, I just
0: remind keep you. Keep it brief. It, yes, yeah, four seventeen. I've been here for twelve hours so far. Um,
2: <clears throat> there's there's a problem with. It seems like it seems the devil has been copyrighted. Oh really? Mm-hmm. And not by the real devil over here, she, by somebody else. Well, why, you know, we got why, we posted why, some fo- We posted some photos of
0: her, and per- sh- apparently she she <clears throat> she had some contractual obligations with
2: Swank Magazine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we got a cease and desist from their lawyers, and yeah. we were like, we didn't show no boobies or nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. What gosh. is the deal? And yeah. they're like, no, you nope. know what? Don't use me. So as I an talked to the lawyer. Your inadequacies. At and uh, we talked to the lawyers today, and yeah. Swank. Um yeah. and and I believe it was Hustler Hustler. Was well, there. no,
0: the problem was when they when uh, they submitted. We tried to submit her picture to the Beaver Hunt section. Yeah. <laughs> Hustler. Yeah. Yeah, that, the, yeah. That's when Swank got involved. So. Yeah, but we like to apologize to Swank. We did not know
2: she was under any control. Yeah, because we sent I sent the picture over to Biggins. Um, All <laughs> right, because I knew she was under contract with them, and they yeah. said. No, you just showing the face, you're good with us, yeah. you know. And uh but so, apparently the, the devil got contracts with all those dirty magazines. Yeah. Yeah. So she doing lingerie ads for J C Penny yeah, you know, know. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah, Yes.
2: So. Um okay, Colonel, any final thoughts? Um, no, it was uh it was good spending a Friday afternoon with you guys. I'm gonna get the the devil, the the redeeming thing about the devil is she keep a lot of candy around.
1: Yeah.
0: And
2: uh, she got some really fine malted milk balls in her refrigerator. Yeah. so, so I think I'm going to go after some of them, but um, and here, ever, and here's the takeaway from that. Uh-huh. That Elizabeth Montgomery got killed because she had two weak-ass dogs. No, she two. got, well, she got killed because
0: she was probably eating too much, had too much fat in her diet because she got colon cancer. Well, yeah, but.
2: Before that, she got killed too. Oh, you're talking so, about the one that was a victim? The one that was killed. Dog. So, anyway, get yourself a fierce ass dog like Ruta Baker.
0: And the actress, Elizabeth Montgomery, may have lived if she had been more uh, aware of her bloody stool. Yeah, she might have. She might have. How
1: are you not aware that you have bloody stool?
0: Well, well some really people don't look. I say,
1: always look at your stool.
0: Take a glance back there, even so, if it's a momentary glance.
2: So you're a stool. I'm a stool a watcher. Yeah, I'm a stool watcher. I'm a stool watcher. <laughs> I'm a stool watcher. <laughs> All Here right. come one now. <laughs> Here come. All on. right, everyone. Thank
0: All you for right, joining thank us. Thank you for listening, people. We'll see you again next time on History Dwee. Good
2: day. Bye, bye. everyone. Bye, bye.